Hello, hello, and welcome to Healthy Be Human. I'm so excited to have you here today. My name is Callie. If you are new to the show, welcome. I'm your podcast host, and I am literally so pumped for today's episode, you guys. I decided I'm going to divide this into two parts. So we have a guest on the show today. You definitely know who she is, and I'm sure you already know and love her, and I'll drop her name after our introduction. It's a surprise for now, but... If you're new to the show, we always start off with a self-check-in. Why? Because our self-check-in helps us just become present and grounded in the moment and just rid ourselves of any negativity, any distractions. It's just so great to take a moment in our busy days and just press pause and check in with ourselves. It's such a great reflection and a little form of self-care for you. Okay, so whether you are just sitting down, walking, or driving, I want you to take a big, deep inhale through your nose. Just filling up your lungs with lots of goodness and hold at the top. On your exhale, open your mouth and just sigh it out, letting go of any tension, feeling your face relax, shoulders dropping out of your ears. On your next inhale, I want you to imagine golden light with your breath. So filling up your lungs with just this golden, beautiful light. Think of it like positivity. Hold it at the top. Feeling your body just vibrating, feeling good, feeling so sunshiny. And then open your mouth and imagine your breath washing out your mind, washing out your muscles, your body of anything that is holding you back, limiting beliefs, self-talk. Just let it go. Release it. Okay, you can either keep your eyes shut or open your eyes wherever you are. And I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? So as you answer this question, I never want you to judge yourself for how you're feeling. Maybe your day isn't going as planned or you're feeling amazing. Just acknowledge it. And now I want you to ask yourself, okay, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened in your day or maybe you literally just woke up and you're not feeling your best. That's totally fine. We're always changing. Our energy levels are always different every single day. So never judging yourself. Now I want you to ask yourself on a lighter note, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you haven't, pause the podcast, grab yourself a nice glass of water and chug it, hydrate your hot bod, and then return to the show. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? If you haven't, stand up right now, shake out your legs, shake out your arms, get the blood flowing, and then return. You guys, before I recorded this show, I was sitting down for like two hours and I stood up and I was like, oh my gosh, my legs are like asleep. So it's so important to make sure you're standing up throughout the day. No matter how busy you feel, always taking time for yourself. Now I want you to ask yourself, okay, what is one thing I'm doing today that's going to brighten my day? Maybe it's as simple as I'm literally going to go and get myself a delicious lunch or I'm going to buy myself Trader Joe's flowers. Just be so simple. And finally, I want you to tell yourself, okay, what is something that the younger version of you would be so proud of that you've accomplished so far in your life? This is one of my favorite questions to go back to if I'm ever being really hard on myself. What is the younger version of you would be just like thrilled to know that you've accomplished? Okay. I hope you're feeling a little bit more present with yourself and a little bit more grounded. That's just something that I love to do and incorporate throughout my days, especially on the days when I'm waking up and I just feel super anxious. It's always so important to just take a moment and pause and be like, okay, wait, why? Why am I feeling like this? 
And just knowing that you can take charge of your day and you don't have to let life happen to you, you can, you can overcome it. Okay, so speaking of letting life happen to you, you guys, I have to tell you a really, really funny story that this story is like, it was so horrible in the moment, but like it's been two days now, so I think, I think I'm over it. But this is all about New York City getting my hair highlighted blonde and everything happening wrong, everything going wrong. It was one of those days where like everything just completely like went so bad. And I'm a very positive person typically, but it was one of those days where like I I was so, I was just so negative. I couldn't like nothing, nothing could brighten my day in this moment. Okay, here we go. So (laughs) I woke up, it was on Sunday and I was getting my hair highlighted. I am a not a natural blonde, in case you were not already aware of that. I have brown hair, and it had been like two over two months, actually almost three months, since I got my hair last highlighted in Miami. If you're new to the show, I moved from Miami to New York City, and um, basically Miami was already expensive, but New York City is like next level, next level prices. But besides the fact, I was recommended this place in New York City to get my hair done by my my friend from college. I've always followed wherever she's getting her hair done because we literally have like the same, people think we look like sisters. So I just trust her judgment and I trust that whatever her hair looks like, it'll look good on me too. So I was like, okay, cool. We're going to go here. So they're able to squeeze me in. I actually have a photo shoot today for my studio and I was like, I need to get my hair done before I have the shoot just because I want to look like refreshed, you know? So I have an appointment on Sunday. It's 11 a.m. And I'm like, okay, perfect. This is amazing. I wake up that morning. I'm going to have a full morning routine, my little Sunday slow mornings. And the night before, my dog, if you don't already know, don't already know him, he is a sheepadoodle, and he is our studio mascot of Sweaty Studio. Um, his name is Axel. He's appeared in like a million of the videos. So picture Axel here. Axel is so sick like so sick. I got no sleep on Sunday or on Saturday night because he was like, his stomach was so upset. And I, I get, literally woke up at like 6am to like take him outside. And he had just completely like get pooped everywhere all over the apartment. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I was like cleaning committee, cleaning it all up. And I swear, like every time I would turn around, like there was more dog poop, not to be disgusting, but all over the apartment. I ended up missing my entire morning routine, but I did make coffee, but I didn't, <laughs> I was running so late to my hair appointment. I didn't have time to make breakfast. I know I did not nourish my body. And this is where the day just completely went downhill. So I get to the hair appointment and I'm like 15 minutes late. And it's so awkward because it's just me and like the hairstylist. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so late. And then I am informed that to get a partial highlight, or not highlight, balayage was going to cost $500. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't like being stingy. I don't want to be stingy, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's absolutely insane. And I'd already paid like half of the deposit. So I couldn't back out and I had to do it. So I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm getting my hair done. It takes five hours, five hours. I still have eaten no food, you guys. And it's 4 PM. And I'm like, ravenously hungry I, I feel like when I don't eat food I get so hangry and I was I was like in bear mode 
And then on top of it, my boyfriend was taking care of my dog and he was like getting sicker by the second. And I was freaking out and I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to take him to the vet. So I tried to book a vet and I book one. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like he's gonna go to the vet when I get back. We're, we're gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. So <laughs> I end up checking out. I get on the bus to go back to my apartment and we love the New York City bus until a crazy person decides to start pounding on the side of the bus and then a little kid gets stuck in the bus and almost gets lost from his mom and people are like screaming and it's like mayhem on the bus. I'm having so much anxiety as is because of my dog being literally so sick and because I'm exhausted, have no food in my stomach. And on top of it, I didn't even like my hair, which is like the worst feeling ever. <laughs> I was like on the verge of just a mental breakdown. Like, I don't know. I was just like, literally this day, I can't, I need to like, I need to just call it quits for the day. So I missed my bus stop, completely missed it. I didn't realize you're supposed to like pull on the little like string thing at the top of the bus to like signal to the bus driver that the bus needs to stop. I missed the bus stop and I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, it's fine. Like I'm off the bus now. We're good. We're good. We're like, I need to walk a little bit further down just to get it back to the apartment. All is fine. I get back to the apartment. Um, there was a rainstorm ahead of me or above me and I was like praying it wouldn't rain and it didn't rain thankfully so I'm like okay cool like something good happened I go back into the apartment and my boyfriend was making ramen and I was like I just I just need like need a second <laughs> this is where it gets so bad you guys I go into the bedroom I start I just I break down I start crying it's just like one of those days and then my nose starts gushing blood everywhere all over the white bedspread all over the apartment, like I can't even exaggerate. It gets everywhere. It gets all over the floors, the walls, the shower, the sink. And to top it off, it gets all over my new blowout highlighted hair, my blonde hair, all over it, like stains it. It's like red. It's like all over my face, my clothes. And I looked like I'd murdered somebody. Like it was so, it was so bad. I was like sobbing. I was like, this can't get any worse. And then and then I finally just looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like I started laughing I was just like I can't like this day it's just actually hysterical how how bad this day is going and then finally um we ended up just like praying over everything and then I felt a lot of peace and then all was good I got over it all just all just stuff it doesn't matter and <laughs> Then the next morning, my grandma passed away. So anyway, it's been it's been an interesting week for sure. I love to keep it real on the podcast. Um, yeah, you know, it's one of those weeks where it's just like, I don't understand why anything's happening, like why it feels like a lot of things are just not happening and not working, but just kind of like flowing through it and just realizing like life goes in waves and unfortunately like death does happen and things go wrong and the world isn't perfect and it's all very temporary. So I'm trying to look at it from that perspective, but yeah, it's been tough for sure. And, um, just getting through it, just trying to like take care of myself. It's also kind of tough cause I'm like trying to run a business at the same time when all of this is just happening, but we're going to get through it. It's going to just going to make me stronger. But anyway, I wanted to share with you guys that story because <laughs> It was just like so unfortunate and kind of hysterical, like not about my grandma passing, obviously, but about like how I got literally nosebleed on my new hair. But, you know, that just that just goes to show that 
sometimes you gotta take life a little bit less seriously and it's all fine okay but that's like the most recent past 48 hours um besides that life has been pretty good I have really just been working a lot on launches I'm super excited to launch I guess when you're listening to this guys I'll have launched a new freebie so freebie with my friend Sloan it's all about how to have a mindful morning routine and I cannot wait for you guys to check that out and I will link it in the show notes for you to download it and also I have announced that our September challenge is happening it starts next week on the 6th right after Labor Day so you can have your fun little holiday weekend and then when you want to get back on track you can join the challenge and it's a back to basics Pilates challenge so it's perfect for anyone who's new to Pilates or wanting to have a really strong foundation just go all the way back to basics and really perfect your form so for the next four weeks um, we're going to have each week is divided into different sections of the body to focus on strengthening so we have full body is week number one week two is core week three is upper body and week four is lower body so I'm going to give you guys all just fresh videos on how to strengthen your foundation so a lot of just actually educational videos think of it like a little class moment and like you're getting a private lesson basically so I'm going over the form with you and then each week there's going to be um, I filmed two new full body workouts for the challenge And then you're also going to have some quickie abs, booty, and arms thrown in there. So I'm really excited for you guys to do it. It's very doable, especially if you're just starting back at school or a new job and you're feeling very overwhelmed and just like are trying to build a good schedule again. This is perfect for you to really just start small. I always say starting small is the best thing you can do for yourself when you're starting a new goal. So yeah, definitely sign up for that. I'll link it also in the show notes. You can join it now, but it does start on the 6th officially. And I will, I'm literally just so excited for that, you guys. Okay, so long introduction. I hope you enjoyed a little story time moment and life updates. But before we get into our guest, make sure you leave this podcast a nice review and turn on your notifications so you never miss another show. And I think that's about it. Okay, so our guest today, you guys, I'm literally so excited because this is the first episode I've ever recorded in person with two microphones. I've recorded one other episode, no, two other episodes in person with my friend Sammy and my friend Delilah. You probably already heard those. Those were like over the summer. But this time we mastered the art of setting up two microphones, which in the world of podcasting is so difficult to figure out, by the way. Uh, It took us like 30 minutes to figure it out, but we got it done. And this is the first time I ever met my friend Olivia in person. I was on her podcast. You probably already know her for you from Eve. And I had her on mine because I absolutely just loved her energy. I loved everything she was about. And I was like, hey, come over. Let's record a podcast. And so she came to my apartment. We immediately hit it off. And this episode is so good. So I decided to break it into two parts because we talked about literally so much, so many different things. But part one of the show is all about like wellness and how to start healthy routines, especially in college school time. And then the second part is a little bit more deeper, a little bit more about, you'll find out next week. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot deeper, but this week's going to be really, really educational and helpful for you guys and inspiring. And I'm so excited because Olivia is literally a ray of light. Um, a little bit about her podcast before we get into this for you from Eve is a self-love wellness podcast 
and it is dropped, new episodes are dropped weekly. And I think you're going to love it. She talks about all things health, fitness, self-love, relationships, motivation, and more. And it's really casual. It's all it's like you're on FaceTime with your best friend. So definitely check out her podcast after this one. And let's get into the show. Please welcome Olivia on to Healthy Be Human. So my name's Olivia Eve. I have a podcast called For You From Eve. And yeah, I just had Callie on a few weeks ago. And as we were talking for the podcast, we realized like how much we have in common and just like we'd be like really good friends you live in the city I'm always trying to find people who live in the city because I feel like the wellness industry is so like intimate and like small in the city so I was so excited that we met each other and she's been wanting to record with me for a little bit so we decided to record in the city so I drove in today and yeah I'm really happy to be here thank you for having me of course okay so let's backtrack a little bit tell me like when did you get into the world of wellness yeah so I I played sports in high school and then when I graduated high school my first two years of college I spent just like eating pizza every day like eating horrible food not work not working out at all not moving my body not even going on walks nothing and I was not taking care of myself I was like pulling on lighters and this and that and I was actually going to school in the city my sophomore year at Pace University so like literally pizza every day because pizza is so accessible (laughs) in New York City and so cheap. So, like, I was eating just so much food, and my acne started to, like, really catch up with me, where I had the most, like, cystic acne, hormonal acne, and I was gaining so much weight. And because I played sports in high school, I never really gained weight in high school because every single day I was moving. So, it's, like, my body, like, the food never caught up with me. And then when I kind of, like, when quarantine happened, I realized, like, wait, this is, like, not what I ever looked like. Like, why do I look, like, unhealthy? Like, I look like I'm not taking care of myself. And so I started to get a little bit into like podcasts and a lot of like the influencers I was following, like the McDonald's sisters started to get into wellness. And because I watched them so much, I started to get into wellness and health. And so I started to watch their vlogs of them doing like plant-based eating. And I went through that whole cycle of like the the Kenzie Burke phase, literally. I literally (laughs) ran into Kenzie Burke and Maggie in Miami at this (gasps) restaurant when I was also doing the food combining oh thing. my god and yeah it was that was i think that was, that like was such a time yeah. yeah it was like 2019 going into the 2020 of like the covid time because i remember yeah. i bought her booklets i was like stacked up i spent like hundred of dollars on her booklets and this and that chlorophyll like seed probiotic <laughs> like i was just spending money on all these wellness products and then i started to get into the space and then it took me obviously a while to realize what worked for me but like i was just experimenting and trying everything and because I loved listening to podcasts about wellness and following people about wellness, I was like, I kind of want to make a podcast about wellness. And so I just started recording one day and then it just went from there. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Crazy. Are you? Okay. So wait, how did you feel about food combining? It was not for me. I yeah. can't do anything restrictive. I can't. Yeah, so like I grew up like very like thin. I never was like a big eater. never had a big appetite, like two meals a day, whatever. And then I could never, if I counted calories, I would like spiral into like very unhealthy habits with my body. And so I just completely stopped like doing anything restrictive when it came Mm. to food. So like when I tried food combining, it didn't work for me because of the mindset. I'm sure it could work for people out there. But for me, I just like, I find my body's best when I'm eating like whole foods, clean foods, eating throughout the day. That's what works for me. Yeah. I think for me too, is like it, it helped it helped my gut a lot when I was doing yeah. it because I was having a lot of gut issues prior to doing it. Um, but what was the issue was I would say no to like social plans and stuff because 
I felt myself saying, I can't eat that. Mm -hmm. Don't eat those things together. It's like all those negative words. And then that started to put this like food, this morality on food and it made food just restrictive. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think that's kind of like my experience with any fad diet. I, I just, it was like too restrictive and it's like, just listening to your body and your body knows what is best for what you need, like what you need to eat. And if it's so easy as if your body doesn't vibe with the food, it's going to feel bad afterwards. Definitely. And if it does, it's going to feel really good. Mm -hmm. So cool. Are you, so what sports did you used to play? I did soccer, basketball and track. Oh, cool. So one sport a season. Yeah. I loved sports. Yeah, Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So when you, so you came to university um in new york city did you so you said you completely just stopped any sort of everything the only thing i was doing was walking around the city but i was just like so unhealthy i did not care about working out at all when i graduated high school i only cared about sports and i couldn't do that anymore because i didn't play in college and then when quarantine happened like everyone was going on their walks like everyone i knew was just walking like all day because that's all we (laughs) could do do. all we could do (laughs) so then i started going on walks with like my friends and my mom and my aunt and my sister, we did this like 5 a.m. walk thing where we'd wake up at 5 a.m. and go on like a two-hour walk. And it was like the perfect start to my day. And then I was like, wait, I miss like sweating. I miss like getting a good like feeling when I get in the shower after sweating from like a workout. And so I started to do like at-home workouts during quarantine. I tried the gym a few times when I was in college and it just never stuck with me. And then after quarantine, I signed up for the gym. And I remember I told myself, I was like, you're forcing yourself for going to go 14 days in a row. That's it. 14 days. Every single day, I go to the gym for 30 minutes. I did it. And after that, it was like routine. I was going like oh. four or five times a week. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did it, so when you did that, did it feel, like, like too strict? Or, like, how mm. did you make it something that was positive for yourself and not this, like, you have to yeah. or else kind of mindset? I feel like it depends what goal you're going with it like in your mindset am I going to lose weight or am I going to feel good and for Mm. me it was about feeling good it always used to be about losing weight for me and that's what made me not consistent because I get there I lose the five pounds and I wouldn't go back to the gym again I just cancel my membership like I wouldn't care anymore so I was like I just want to feel good I tried to fall in love with the routine of it like I tried to find like little things of like okay I really like that from four to six I'm at the gym I come home I shower like Try to make it a routine because routine is something I love. So I just tried my best to turn it into something and like trick myself into thinking I loved it. Yeah. Until one day I was like, okay, wait, I actually do like it now. Like I went to the gym and I would see some of my friends there. I'd be like, okay, that's fun. Now I get yeah. to like see my friends a little bit throughout the day and like I get to relieve stress. And I think when you force yourself to do something like worth working out, I realized how much it actually helped my stress and my anxiety and like release endorphins. I was like, wait, I actually feel so good after my workout right now. Why wouldn't I ever want to feel like this again? And so I went for not really the right mindset, but then I stuck with it because I just like tricked my brain a little bit. And I was yeah. like, you're happy. You love this. And then after two weeks, I was like, wait, I actually do really like this. Yeah. 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 I think it's I love that because I feel like for me, I also had kind of a similar it was like a, a little bit of a similar thing. I mean, I started no. working out. I figure skated for my whole life. And when I slowed down, I felt like my body, 
I gained some weight and I got super insecure in my body. And then I was like going to the gym to change how my body was looking. And it was like this very toxic thing. I was doing workouts that were not right for my body. Cause it was like what everyone was saying was working for them. And, but eventually when I found the thing that worked for me, not only did it change my body outside physically, but it literally changed everything internally. And I, I always say like when I teach my Pilates workouts in my studio, I'm like, look at it as, look at it as an inside out approach. When mm. you heal on the inside, you're going to glow on the outside regardless. Mm. And you're going to see yourself in a different light. I mean, if you haven't healed yourself on the inside and you look at yourself in the mirror and yeah, maybe you've lost the five pounds, you're never going to be satisfied yeah. because you haven't healed that internal relationship with yourself. Exactly. So yeah. So tell me a little bit about how, like more about how you healed that relationship internally. Yeah. It was never, I've always had like a problem with my body. Always. Like even in high school when I was like, quote unquote, my fittest and like had the more like toned abs and like skinny arms and like little like butt from like basketball or whatever <laughs> like you know that basketball but I oh I always was like no this could be different this could be different mm. like always picking at myself and I think also because I've had acne since I was like for eight years now so like I was always picking myself apart. There were times where I would stay home because my skin was bad and I was like, I'm not letting anyone see me like this. Like, I'm not going to school like this. Like, I was like so insecure about the way that I looked. And in high school, when I had acne in high school, it was like everyone had like acne in high school. So I really didn't care that much because there were so many people that were also going through it. I remember I did like birth control and this and that. Like, I tried everything to get rid of it. And then when like college started, I was like, okay, no one has acne anymore. Why do I still have it? Like none. Also, I have a friend group of 10 people. Not one of them have ever struggled with acne. Like never one pimple on their face. I'm like, why am I the only one out of this whole friend group? The only girl, the only, like none of these guys and none of these girls have acne. Why me? And that was something that like, I couldn't even talk to them about it because it's like, unless you have acne, you can't relate. Cause it's like, you'll have like 30 pimples on your face and yeah, one friend will be like, Oh, look at this pimple. It's so big. Like, I don't want to leave my house because of it. And I'm like, how can you tell me mine isn't bad when you have like half of what I have? So I think for me, that was something that always stopped me from like going out and just like whatever. And then it got to a point where I was like, I kind of just like had a realization. I was like, I'm not going to sit home just because my skin looks bad. And I had like my guy friends tell me too. like one of my guy friends was like, you think we care? Like you think we sit down and think like, oh, Liv's skin is so bad or like whatever. Like we just want your presence there, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it, for me, it was so hard to see because I was like, they don't get it though. Like they can tell me whatever they want. But at the end of the day, they actually don't understand like how it feels. And it's like, even if you cover it up, like in the summertime, if you're going swimming, I don't want to be the girl with the full face of foundation on the pool. Yeah. So... I always kind of struggled with like physical insecurity and like a lot of people never expected that because I go to the gym they think like I love my body and like oh if you work out every day you must love what you look like and because you wore a sports bra to the gym today you're probably so secure in what you look like and it's like I think that the self-love journey especially physically is so like up and down like one day I'll wake up and I'll be like oh my god I'm the prettiest girl in the world I look so good my skin's glowing this that and then some days I'll wake up and be like I don't even want to leave my house looking like this so yeah I think it's something that I wouldn't say I'm 100% there I don't think anyone is ever 100% there but I remember I was even listening to like an Ed Milet podcast episode and he had this girl like Lisa on and she was saying like the voices wouldn't stop in my head of like, you're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough, this, that. And she's like, but I stopped trying to stop the voices and I tried to just listen to them and like use them to my advantage. So instead of looking at myself and being like, oh, your skin's so bad, sit in bed. It's like, no, say, oh, your skin's so bad, eat healthier, drink a green juice, go to the gym, you know, things like that. So 
I think that if it wasn't for my acne and like weight gain, I wouldn't have even gotten into the wellness industry. So I think it did like help me at the end. Yeah. Wow. That's really powerful. And I have something about the voices in the head. Like mm. I'm reading this book right now. Have you heard of Jenny Allen? I haven't. Oh, she's <laughs> amazing. She's like this really awesome author. Has a podcast too. It's really oh, good. Nice. But she has a book called Get Out of Your Head. And it's all about like, basically it's kind of, do you have you heard of CBT therapy? Yes. So it's like, if anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's just, a technique that is used to help with anxiety and this author uses cbt therapy but combines it with god and mm. a lot of scripture and it's really cool and she basically has i'll just show it to you afterwards yeah. but she has like these little charts on the pages that show like okay you have a thought in your mind and then you have a choice on how you can go with the thought so like yeah. you can either believe the thought and a lot of times yeah, like the thought is like the enemy like lying to you in your mind about oh you're ugly or you're not enough or whatever and then it's like realizing those thoughts aren't actually you and mm-hmm. it's like you can like 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 my let thing um you're talking about it's like you could be like okay yeah so whatever this voice is like bringing this thing to my attention and yeah i have acne on my face what is acne showing me mm-hmm. it's showing inflammation in my body yeah. So instead of being like, oh, this is this is like the worst thing ever. I'm so ugly. It's terrible. It's talk like whatever. Instead of beating yourself up for it, you can look at it as okay. It's an outside sign of what's happening on the inside of you. Yeah. So you can heal it with food. You can heal it with trying to reduce your stress, sleeping more, more water. So it's like I think that's something that's really cool to think about too. It's like instead of immediately beating yourself up and listening to that lie in your head, you can take a moment and realize that thought isn't actually me. Mm-hmm. And how do I want to go about this? It's exactly. like taking the power of the thought, which is like really interesting. Yeah. My boyfriend would always tell me stuff like that too. He's like, instead of looking at yourself and like saying, this is wrong with me and this is wrong with me. It's like change. You can't complain about something if you're not willing to change it. Yeah. And that's how I like, I finally was like, okay, I needed that tough love. Like you can only get so many, like, you're so beautiful. What do you mean this, that you're so yeah. pretty like the, and then it's like, okay, no, you need to stop. If you're going to wake up every day and cry that you gained weight, but not work out and eat unhealthy and this and that, like, obviously that's going to happen. So like, yeah, not to care of yourself. Yeah. Like I was like, I got to be tough love with myself. Like I'm not going to expect myself to change if I'm not putting in the steps to change. So right. once I started to like using that tough love with my myself and I was like if you want to see change be change that's when I started to see results and even now at the gym I haven't seen major results with like working out but like I've seen major results internally and I'm like that's what I fell in love with like I've been working out for like a year and a half now and I'm in such a different place mentally and I know it's because of working out and like the stress that it relieves for me my body doesn't look as different maybe as it should or as people would think it would but like my mindset's in a completely different place yeah and so fun fact Working out is only 20% of results you'll see. So it's yeah, like... the food, It's yeah. like 80% is food. Okay, to be honest, though, that's not even true. I think mm. so much more goes into weight loss, weight gain, and it's, like, kind of a topic that, I don't know, I sometimes feel like I tiptoe around it because it can be, like, really toxic yeah. or not. But to be totally honest and frank about it, like, weight gain can be so many things. It could be a thyroid problem. Yeah. It could be an abundance of stress. It could be some sort of imbalance of hormones like Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's just food or fitness so maybe if you're listening and you're in a situation where you feel like you are taking care of yourself to the ultimate extreme amount or whatever and you still are gaining weight I would go to a doctor and maybe see like if something else is happening in your body like hormonal imbalances are pretty common so that's like a whole other thing about weight gain and weight loss is like 
it's not just like as simple as food and fitness yeah which i think a lot of people don't always realize definitely and i remember like i've been going to a doctor i don't remember if i told you this in our last episode i've been going to a doctor recently because i was getting really bad migraines not losing weight skin was still bad oh i went to this like holistic doctor like two months ago and i was like look every doctor i go to medication this prescription this tell me what i can do to fix this my migraines were so bad and i knew there was some type of imbalance in my body from my bloating and the headaches and the waking and the acne i was like eight years with acne is not normal especially if i'm treating my body right like i don't eat unhealthy i don't eat fast food i don't take a bag of chips and sit on my couch like i take care of myself i sleep well like what is going on and she did like all these tests on me um, I don't know if you guys know how holistic health works, but it's like a lot of like muscle work and energy work and she did all these tests. I mean, she find out I had like a really bad imbalance in my hormones and like it was affecting my no thyroid. Way. Yeah. So she's like, you've been having a hormone imbalance for years and it's like now it's affecting your uterus and your thyroid. And she's like, this is why your skin's breaking out. She found out I was like intolerant to wheat and gluten, like all these things. And she's like, this is something you've been suffering with for years. And can I'm like, tell, can you send me this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's funny because for the past few years, I've been going to doctors and not hearing that once. Like I've been going to, and this is not to like shame like Western medicine, but it just personally didn't work for my condition. So I went to her three months ago. I went to her again, like two weeks ago. And she's like, I want you to slowly incorporate wheat, this, that. I have not had a migraine since I last went to her. And my headaches were, like, really bad. Um, And, like, cutting out wheat has helped my bloating so much, this, that. But it's like, yeah, I found out, like, okay, something's going wrong. Like, something's imbalanced in my body. Something's not right. Because I'm doing all the right things and still not being treated right. So I would say if you're listening to this, too, and, like, you're at this like unhealthy state where you're like sleeping really late and eating junk food. Like even my friend, she's like very stressed out, sleeps at like 3 a.m., eats like shit. And then she's like, I don't feel well. And I'm like, okay, before you go to a doctor, spend one to three months. Yeah. Change your lifestyle for three months. Like wake up early, go to sleep early, eat whole nutritious foods, work out, like do that for three months. If you're still having those problems, go to the doctor, get it figured out. If you're not still having those problems there, you know what it was. And even with like lifestyle changes too, it's, I think it can feel overwhelming sometimes people because it's like, okay, change your whole lifestyle. But, like, just taking a few small steps. Baby so steps. maybe your friend, an example, if she goes to bed at 3 a.m., can try to go to bed at 12. Yeah. Like, slowly easing into it, I think that that's going to make more of a, like, sustainable impact than just being like, oh, yeah, like, let's just – because, like, okay, I've been there. I've mm-hmm. been like, I'm going to have a 6 a.m. morning routine every day. Yeah. I'm going to eat – like cook all three meals they're gonna be so balanced and then like the day actually hits me and i'm swamped with work stuff and i'm swamped and i'm just overwhelmed i'm anxious and i'm like ends up being the total opposite of what i had planned and then i feel like i fall off track and then i'm like what am i doing but it's like if you just give yourself one or two little small changes to make each week i think it's gonna make more of an impact and feel less yeah. overwhelming too we go like a, we go like a million miles per minute it's like the second we get into health and wellness we want to wake up the next day at like 6 a.m go grocery shopping go to the gym journal meditate this i'm like everyone just relax like i get asked this all the time like how to get into wellness journey baby steps like literally that's all you have to do every week add something new this week you're sleeping early next week you start working out the week after you start meal prepping like every week add something new because when you do all of that at once you burn yourself out i mean like this isn't fun like i'm stressed and i feel like all i feel like most people listening are kind of similar to like how we are at least i personally am like a big 
dreamer, visionary. I always have a million goals and changes I'm excited to make. Like I had a call with my marketing agency yesterday and I was like, can we do this and this and this? And they're like, well, add it to your wish list, Callie. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, literally, I feel like some people listening are probably like the kind of people that are so excited Mm -hmm. to get into this journey and to get into like make all of these new changes and lifestyle switches. And it's so exciting. But I feel like that energy can lead to burnout so easily because it's like so much like excitement and Mm -hmm. go 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 um okay so kind of like going back to a little bit more about college because I know we talked about this before we hit record but we both recorded an episode on college advice like last week which is so funny but what are some just a couple tips you have for people going into college or starting high school or any school job whatever just like get on track with their wellness without feeling overwhelming with like a huge schedule shift yeah I think when it comes to back in school and wellness I was like not healthy with in high school like in high school I was not like packing a lunch or like making sure I ate right at all but in college I try my best to like meal prep before classes I would say if you want to stick with your wellness and health but also be in school prepare everything like The night before school, pack your outfit, pack your lunch, pack your snacks, like make sure everything's ready and planned for your next day at school. Because I tend like if I'm last minute with something, I'm going to eat the easiest thing in my fridge, which is normally not healthy. It's like a really quick sandwich and like cold cuts. And that's like so bad for you. But it's something quick and easy. It's easier than chopping up a salad and making the dressing and grilling chicken. So my biggest thing would be prepare everything the night before. So that way in the morning, you don't have to do anything last minute and you'll be better at like staying consistent with it It won't be overwhelming for you so when it comes to wellness and like eating that's probably my number one tip is like prepping for it for sure yeah I love that and I kind of think of it too like yes at the end of the day you're tired and the last thing you want to do is prepare for the next day yeah like do it for the future you yeah it's I think it's also like maybe hold yourself accountable for 14 days or even seven days Mm -hmm. to just do it and see if it becomes something that's like sticks in your routine. Yeah. Or do it like while you make dinner, like while everything's out already, I'll just like make a little bit of extra for when I'm making dinner, I'll make a little, make a little bit extra for the next day so that tomorrow I don't have to reset everything up. It's just, prepared and it's ready already yeah i did that with soup recently i made like a massive batch of yeah. it and I just froze it and it's been like so clutch when i'm like so hungry and want like you were saying it's funny because i mean this is like how it works like when we're super hungry and low energy we reach we want to have we want to have more energy yeah. and a lot of times we'll reach for like i'm not gonna put morality on food but like we'll reach for um like simple carbs which are typically like processed snacks or something yeah. and yeah it'll give us energy in the moment but it's going to lead you to a really intense crash because mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of processed sugars and stuff. Yeah. So it's like the, it's like taking care of yourself, your mind and your body. Cause if you're preventing that crash from happening, it's going to make your mood stay consistent for most of the day. And it's also going to keep your energy going. So it's not even about like saying if it's good or bad, it's literally going to just like help your day improve yeah. by eating a more nutritious whole meal. So what are some tips? Like what are some meals that you like to do that are quick? My favorite is, like, I love, like, Mediterranean bowls. So, like, grilled chicken with, like, lettuce, feta, tomato, cucumber, brown rice, like, like kava. If you guys have heard of kava or been there, that's, like, my favorite type of meal, like, falafel or chicken with just, like, lettuce, tomato, rice, cucumber, some dressing, feta, olives. Like, I'm Turkish, so I love Mediterranean, like, Turkish food. Yeah, that's, like, my favorite. So I love – I also love salads, like – 
absolutely love any type of salad. My boyfriend's always like, I wish I loved salad. <laughs> I'm like, I could have like lettuce with some lemon and salt and be happy. Like I love lettuce. I love olives. Big vegetable girl. So my favorite thing is like Mediterranean bowls. Um, I also love like gnocchi pasta. I love gnocchi. It's so good. Like the I get the cauliflower yes. gnocchi from Trader, like Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yeah, <laughs> and I make like this amazing sauce with it. Um, for like quick stuff, I just that's the thing for quick stuff. I always am making a salad with like yeah. olive oil, lemon, sea salt. That's it. Like I'm very like plain eater. I'm not like the most exciting like yeah. this recipe and that. And also a lot of my foods are like Turkish and like home cooked meals. So it's like those are always like home cooked like. You have this thing called like stuffed grape leaves. You can get them at like Greek restaurants. Ooh, they put them yes. on their salads. We, those, we yeah. make those and they're like so delicious with like meat and rice and it's so good. But Ooh. yeah, I try my best to like, even if it's not the healthiest meal, like even if I'm making like French fries, I'll try to like get the potato and like put them in the oven instead of frying them, yeah. like bake them instead. I love chicken. That's like the only meat I eat. So I'll always make like a grilled chicken with like potatoes and like salad. That's like my favorite thing. Wait, why do you only eat chicken? I don't eat red meat. Really? Yeah, I gave up red meat like eight years ago. Yeah. I gave up red meat and chicken eight years ago, went full vegetarian for a full year, and my body was like shutting down on me, and I was way too young to want to be on all these like supplements and vitamins. Mm. So I was like, I'll bring chicken back, like I'll do it. And what about so fish? I don't eat seafood. Do you not like seafood? I don't like seafood. I know, I'm the worst. I've never <laughs> even, I've tried salmon once. I've never tried like fish, and I probably. You still like it? No. Only only sushi. I've had a California roll. And that's all I eat. My boyfriend's like, you want to get sushi? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, all I get is oh, California, California roll. But he's like, at least at least I can go to a restaurant with you and you could get that. There's so like something. Vegan, vegan sushi now at like most places. Yeah. Like veggie rolls and stuff. Yeah. They have like cucumber roll and like avocado roll. But I'm just not a seafood girl. And red meat, I actually loved like steak. Like loved it. I'm trying yeah. to kind of get back into it just to like get a little bit of iron in yeah. me. But like... I used to love it, and then now that I gave it up, I'm, like, scared to have, like, a lot of it. Because your body, yeah, because your gut's, like, not used to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, the only meat I don't eat is, like, this is so funny, but, like, I don't eat pork, and I don't eat octopus, because they both octopus. have complex social lives, and they both <laughs> I cannot. I just, like, can't get my, I can't wrap my, like, I just can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if I'm, like, sitting there eating an octopus, I just... I just, like, think about how they're really smart. And, like, yeah. It makes me so sad, but... I know. I get, like, really... Like, I see a cow, and I'm like... Mm. I know. I'm I like, love <sighs> cows. Like, cows and horses are my top two favorite animals, and so I just... So sad. It's tough. Yeah. That's, like, my... That's my one thing with meat is, like, I just... If I think about what I'm actually eating, it makes me so sad, and I can't... It's, like, hard for me to be Yeah. Eat, but, yeah, I feel that. I, like, I was vegan for a few months when I was... It was, like, right after I did the food combining stuff, and mm. then it became too restrictive for me as well, and I was, like, yeah. I'm not getting enough vitamins or nutrients yeah i love cheese i gave it up for like a while too like i think three months and i realized it really didn't do anything that bad to my body if i ate it in moderation yeah i think for it's like if you i realize because i'm sensitive to dairy but it's like cheese there's certain cheeses that make my stomach hurt more yeah like for sure. feta does not hurt my stomach i love feta cheese yeah if, especially if you get it from like a turkish market i don't know Ooh. if there's there any in the city i don't i'm sure I'm you sure. should search them up because turkish markets are amazing best Ooh, produce like I get all my olives and my cheese, my olive paste. You should get olive paste. What's olive paste? It's Do you like olives? Yes. Okay, so it's literally like a paste but made of olives, and I just put like a gluten-free like or sourdough toast with <gasps> olive paste, sliced up tomatoes, lemon, oh oil. Oh, oh, my God. It's, all, it's actually all that I eat. Every morning, I had it before I got here. Every morning, two pieces of toast, olive paste, tomatoes, and feta cheese sprinkled on top. Wait, 
That sounds Best so good. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. Look afterwards. up at their Turkish markets. If not, you can actually, I think, even order it online. Okay, pressing pause on our episode today. I hope you loved part one of this little guest episode with Olivia. We're going to have part two on next week, and we're going to chat all about things like relationships, navigating breakups, as well as some just spiritual health in addition. So keep a lookout for that. That's going to drop next Wednesday. But in the meantime, make sure you go check out Olivia's podcast, For You From Eve, her Instagram and TikTok are also the same for you from Eve. So go follow her, connect with her and show her some love. Also, I hope you love this episode. Make sure you leave a kind review if you're feeling nice and you loved it. It helps me a lot and it helps us reach more people around the world and impact more lives. But anyway, I will see you queens next week. Have the best day ever. Keep shining. And I hope that some of these tips that we shared today help you in your journey. Take what you want, leave what you want and just keep shining and doing what is best for you and makes you feel your best. I will see you next week. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.